Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. I'm Amy Lynch, and I've been bringing my kids into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016. This podcast contains a mixture of solo and interview guest mini episodes focused on all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. Season 5 has been sponsored by the Startup Women Fund, presented by Startup Canada, Scotiabank, and UPS. Thank you for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button and leave a review online. It helps other parents parents find the podcast. Julie Cole is a recovered lawyer, co-founder and senior director of public relations at Mabel's Labels and a parent of six kids. The business began with four moms building it up from a basement back in 2003 between kids' playdates and evolved into a market-leading company sold to CCL Industries in 2016 for $12 million Canadian. She is an award-winning entrepreneur, author, keynote speaker, and engaged community member. This is the first of three mini episodes episodes of our conversation. In this interview, we talk about changing careers and modeling the flexible company culture you are working to create. Let's get into it. Thank you so much for joining me, Julie. My first question is always about your life, your work life, your kids, and how you're doing business right now. So you are a parent of six kids, an entrepreneur, an author, a speaker. What are some of the ways in which you've adapted your workflow over the past couple of years, especially? <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you. Okay, well, first of all, let's take it back a few years. So when Mabel's Label started, which is 20 years ago now, I always say you need to know your why of why you started. And for me, it was around workflow couple of things. First why was there was a product missing from the market. Mabel's labels didn't product like it didn't exist. We wanted a durable label that was personalized, adorable, and we thought we'd be able to find it and we couldn't. So that's when me and my co-founders were like, huh, there's something here. There's a gap in the marketplace. So that was our first why. Second why definitely had to do work with workflow and family. At the time, my then three-year-old was diagnosed with autism. He had just turned three. And he actually already had two younger siblings. So it was already a busy household. Um, and we, we kind of joked that I'm a recovered lawyer. I knew that um, going back to law was not going to suit my family's needs. I needed to be able to advocate for my son. I needed to set up an education program for him. And it's at that time when I needed to make the shift that I said to my co-founders, okay, gang, we've had this great idea for a product that's missing from the market. I need to, I need to do the massive pivot here as a lot of, you know, a lot of moms and a lot of women entrepreneurs do. And uh, what do you think if we we go now and we do our Mabel's labels? And they're like, yep, let's do this thing. So that was that. And at the time, of course, some of my co-founders were working full-time jobs. So it was like, okay, well, working jobs, raising kids, making labels from 8 uh, p.m. till 2 in the morning, and then going back and doing it all again. Those are really, really busy times. But as time has passed and our kids have gotten older, we've done a lot of adapting around that. I mean, it's I always say you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because you're constantly soon as you think you know what you're doing as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a parent, something changes, kids grow, you hire more people and you have to adapt to that. Yeah. It feels like every six months there's a new milestone in business and in life. But I'm going to jump ahead in my questions a bit then because you had been quoted in an interview during the pandemic about how from the beginning, Mabel's Labels was a results only work environment and that you were flexible around your employees' needs and schedules. So can you speak to the current trends that you're seeing of employers trying to force a return to office or, you know, rushing to do a hybrid thing without the experience. So, you know, what's interesting about starting your own business is that you get to create a culture and a work environment that works for you. So as the co-founders of Mabel's Labels, we knew that we could, you know, 
do business plans during play dates and change diapers and change the world all at the same time. We knew we could be highly productive in unusual spaces and unusual times. I mean, we build this business in in, in non-traditional times, in a non-traditional workforce. I wasn't sitting in an office chair from nine to five every day building Mabel's labels. That's just not how it worked. So when we started, we just really didn't want to value presenteeism. What we wanted to value was productivity. And I think a lot of lazy managers rely on presenteeism to kind of decide how their people are doing. And it's not true. If you can be productive, that's what counts. And I find if you value productivity, you also have have a staff team that's happier. So they're more productive and they're also more entrepreneurial, which is better for your business. And it's so funny, Amy, because when the pandemic happened and all of these businesses were scrambling, like they're, oh, we got to pivot. We got to get tech. We got to make sure people can work from home. How are we going to do this? How do we have meetings? We were like, it's our time to shine. We already know how to do that. We've already been living this life. So for us, the transition through the pandemic um, has not been, it wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal for us. We didn't struggle the way we saw a lot of our business friends struggling. And yes, there has been a call um, return to work. I think, I think businesses um, have a lot of lessons to learn from this. I think if they're going to force people back into the office five days a week, nine to five, then they have not been paying attention. I think the workforce proved to society that people can be productive. And also it was really nice that people were not wasting two hours a day commuting. It was nice that they could have dinners with their families. Families were healthier, which means people are happier at work. So I think all this forcing back to the office is very short-sighted. And I think if you manage your team properly and you create an excellent culture, that productivity can happen. And yes, I understand if you want to have the team there like a couple of days a week. I don't think that's unreasonable if you're paying rent. I mean, I know we just did this huge renovation in our office. We're like, we kind of want people to come and enjoy it a, a little bit. But then at the same time, then create a, create an environment. If you want people to turn up in your office, create an environment where people want to be. This is on to you business owners. Yeah. So create something where people want to show up, be present. And in terms of supporting parents or primary caregivers, I've been speaking about this for a few years. And some of the things that I've suggested are flexible start and stop times. School isn't flexible for drop off and pick up. Usually exactly. it's a hard drop off time. If you're not there, you're signing them in at the office. If you don't have before and after care. And even though we have $10 a day daycare in Canada right now, or it's meant to be that it isn't that and the places that do have it have wait lists, and it's not always accessible for people. So do you have any ideas that you can share? You know, I've spoken about does your workplace have a baby changing facility on site? Is there an area where someone can feed a baby if they need to? Is there any return to work program happening to encourage people to stay connected? Do you have any programs from Mabel's labels or initiatives that you've tested over the years that you could share? Right. So I think basically just because of our our culture, it's always been like that. Like Easter Monday is always tricky. We had a bunch of people who had their school age kids in the office because we had they had a couple meetings they wanted to go to. That's all right. The kids can play on, you know, I played some tic-tac-toe on the whiteboard with one of them. Like they're on their little gadgets. It's hard. So we just try to be flexible. Yesterday, I had to take my dog to the vet, but I had meetings at work. My dog came to the office with me. It's okay. We allow these things. We role model it, right? And the other thing we role model is not, it's it's a term from um, the row, which is sludge. So we don't get our knickers in a knot watching when people are coming and going. And we don't want everybody micromanaging each other. Let's let's look at this example. So say, you know, you've got a little one, you're doing the, so you say you're dropping that one off in daycare and you got to drop one off at JK, right? So you've already gotten 
up, you've gotten yourself showered and dressed in proper human clothes. Then you've gotten your babies fed and packed up for the day's adventures. You drop off the kindergarten kid, you go to drop the one off at daycare and the daycare kid like vomits all over the place. So then you're like, oh shoot, I got to find alternative daycare. Maybe you're lucky enough. You have a mom who can help out or a friend or a spouse or somebody. So you go, you sort that out. You get, you know, that car cleaned. You get back, you get into the office by at 10 a.m. And you've already really put in a full day work. And there's nothing more demoralizing than walking in and somebody looking at you and saying, oh, nice of you to join us. That is sludge. And that is the stuff you do not want in your office. That that just, it, it's such a toxic culture, you know, more, more like you should have walking in 10 o'clock. Like, hey, how's your morning going? Good to see ya. That's how we want it to be. We don't have people having to lie and pretend they have a dentist or doctor's appointment because they want to go to their kid's Christmas concert. Like go and then tell us about it. You don't have to minimize your screen if you're looking, you know, or making a call to your kid's doctor or pediatrician. You don't have to hide that fact. We all have lives. We all have things to do. If you're getting your work done, great. That's what we want. And we want to have the flexibility for you to, we want you to enjoy your families. Yeah. The one thing I share about showing up at events or hosting events and how to make people feel welcome is just smile and welcome them. It's free. Like that's all you have to do. It's not hard. Yeah. You don't have to spend any extra event budget on that. Just be pleasant and welcoming. Big thanks to Julie Cole for taking part of her day to speak with me about her workflow as a parent during the past 20 years and the importance of valuing productivity over presenteeism. Stay tuned for the next two episodes where we'll talk about regularly reviewing what's working or not and the experience of going through a business acquisition. Check out her work at mableslabels.com slash Julie Cole. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. If you'd like to connect with me or access parent-friendly professional development resources and events, visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.